Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to Tom Shattuck's Burn Peril, your deep dive into the news of the day, the gauntlet that is life's challenges we seem a little and, extra uh, challenged at life more than most and people, uh, yeah, that's correct oh that's <laughs> a good point actually let me get to that I, um i have a a um direct message on twitter um for you alice for me this is a programming note so you guys know this is on twitter this is alan okay Says, and I'm not, this is not the complaint department, but I'm glad you remembered this because it has to do with a lot with like where we are with our lives, etc. Because mm-hmm. we just had friends over, our very good friends, um, and, and you know, we were talking to them about how just things move so fast and like, I can't believe next week's July 4th. What the freak is that? Like, I, I, I've been head down. So if we, it was just Christmas. I, I, I no barely time. noticed July 4th started, like, to be yeah, honest. It's like, yeah. is, is the summer almost over? Mm-hmm. So... So Alan says, you guys have to stop with the kid interruptions. I love the show, but it's getting annoying to the point I turn it off after multiple interruptions. Not sure if it's unavoidable, but maybe cut it out of the playback? I may be nuts, but I just had to say it. Phew, thanks. To which I responded to him, and he, and he responded well. Very cordial. And Alan makes a valid point. And Alan, you are right. But let me tell you something. You're right. I am also not a fan. If you guys watch, people who watch will probably notice more than listen. I am not pleased when the kids come up here. <laughs> I'm not pleased at any of the stuff because a lot of well, times. Well, though I have to say, and like most people do, just listen. Mm-hmm. I was listening to one of our episodes the other day, and because like you turn off the mics to yell at the kids or whatever, it's just dead air. The show just stops. Right. Not and very. It's not, not clear to you why when you're right. listening. Not generally very long, but but yeah, but but. So, so I didn't love it. So this is the well. I mean, so so I'll address you too, Alice. Okay, yeah. Okay. Here is the situation. We don't have enough defenders. There, we are outgunned. There are too many kids here. 
And if they get past our defender, which is our daughter, then sometimes they're going to find their mother. Now, I decided a year and a half ago, whatever it was, that I wanted Alice to be part of the show more because, not because I want a husband and life, ha ha ha, coffee clash. As a matter of fact, that was the downside. I was worried about having Alice all the time on um, because um, because it's lame have your wife on. Oh, isn't that cute? The husband and the wife doing cute stuff. And, oh, honey, you didn't blow into our hot chocolate. It was gross. I hate that kind of crap. <laughs> and there were people in the beginning who were worried and said, oh, my goodness. Because, I, you know, I started. it was a very raw show when I started out. And, really, I haven't changed at all. It is still raw. Um, but Alice brings horsepower. So there's more stuff. You know, guys don't understand that Alice is not doing show prep. Alice is somebody who's always reading stuff, always, uh, always uh, studying issues, always. So, so I'm not using Alice because it's fun and cute because she's my wife. Um, I have Alice on because she has knowledge. She's a deep dive reader, and she has a big, a deep knowledge of stuff. And to me, that is useful. And she's also somebody I can have uh, my version of an intellectual conversation with, and we can work things out. So. I um, so that's why I have I have Alice on. Now, one of the downsides of having Alice on, there aren't too many. Uh, her schedule sometimes our schedules don't always mix, so sometimes that can be a downside. Um, but the the uh, the only big downside is obviously the kids want their mother. They don't give a crap if she was somewhere else yeah, in the house. Yeah, you could lock yourself in here all day. Yeah, they, would they never, wouldn't care. They would never come in here. If it was just me. But the kids want their mother. Especially the two littler ones. They want their mother. They want all sorts of stuff that they can only get from their mother. It's a thing. It's a just a thing. So the kids um, will get past the security and want stuff from us. And they don't care. Especially the four-year-old could give a flying F if we're in the middle of a party. He doesn't care. <laughs> As it should He'll be. He'll roll right in. <laughs> right. Uh, because the kids are under the impression that they live in a house with parents. <laughs> which is fine because they do. So, So this is what I would say to you. We are over effing run. This show is done in the middle of combat every day. It is a miracle that we pulled this freaking thing off. Right. The a, alternative is really not to do the show. It is a miracle that we pulled that we pulled this off. A miracle. Some days we are flat effing out. During the day now, Alice is from the morning time till five or six, whatever. Her job is has her stuck to her machine, and my job has me stuck to. This room, I am. I have a full time job doing a radio show in the morning, so it's I'm from six or seven in the morning till eleven. I am studying and trying to put stuff together because I've got four hours to do. Well, Julian fell in the chat. Say they like the kids to interrupt, or, but I don't like it. But but, but <laughs> yeah. I understand people say they like it. But that's not. I don't want to be the kids' show. It was never my idea. You know, I understand that the, the, for the they can be funny sometimes and whatever. But I'm not one of these guys who like. Whoever thought, oh, look at the, look at little Ephraim's growing up to be that's not me. So those guys who who don't want to see kids, I'm right there with it because we there's some red blooded stuff, but we do the show under total. It's a cluster rolling cluster event. So we just got done talking to our friends who who visited here. There's two kids downstairs and one daughter. One kid's at camp, and who knows what can happen. But it is it is a miracle. There's no like, oh my goodness, another interruption. It is not like that. This podcast is a miracle and the fact that we can do it through sunday through thursday and it's only because great feedback that we can do that i was thinking the other day about going to three days a week and i thought wow 
Wouldn't that? Because we were talking last week about how we're underserving the kids in a way, because we're <clears throat> stuck up. I mean, we're here. We do all our whole day of work. Then we have got a brief flash of to, to bring kids places, really, or to go to the <laughs> right. store, or whatever. And then we're back in this podcast, and then it's winding down time, or whatever. And nothing's getting done. The house gets dirtier. There's whatever. And we're like, is this even fair to the kids? So I was thinking, like, what if we did cut down to three days? And I'm, and I'm thinking about that. I think that, like, that maybe that's something. Like, Kirk, the, the Minahan podcast cut down to three days. Jerry's five days. Um, I but like one th- day's a Patreon day. It's only four right. public days. Right. But he's doing it five days. So Right. So, so I don't know. But uh, for the time being, I think we're going to stick to our everyday. But you have... But I appreciate the the interest in that, and that's a good question. Um, well, and about removing it in post too. Like this show just gets posted, right? As is. I mean, you. We yeah. rarely swear anyway, but if there's a swear, you'll bleep that. But that's like the only. I'll mark that during do. the show, and I'll, and I'll bleep it exactly. Where Alan, we have no time. I'm not spending any time going in and editing stuff. There's no time. I'm sorry about that. I know for as a listener, whatever it can be, it can be sucked. But that's what's happening. Is it where? Believe me. And one of the things you're getting here is this is absolutely our real life. It's just not effing. I'm sure it would be better if it wasn't our real life and the nanny was downstairs and we could pretend that the kids were such a pain. But we are overrun with kids in life and all sorts of crap. And, uh, you know, one of the things, obviously we talk politics. That's one strain of what we do. But we also talk life. And right now our life is effing hectic as hell. You know, we talk about real stuff. We talked about drinking and not drinking last week and whatever, and alternatives and other ways to cut out stress about missing my son, one kid up in, in camp. We have a whole bleep load of stuff going on. Our life is, even though we're adults and I'm almost 50 years old, our life is not settled and like, <laughs> oh, oh, on a glide path. Now, what was that we were watching? Oh, the, the movie yesterday we watched. Um, 10 Things I Hate 10 About 10 Things you. I Hate About You from 1997, whatever. Showed the single father, the comedian there, and his house was nice and all set, a beautiful restored Victorian and all sorts of- He was an obstetrician, though. Wonderful thing. I know. All right. Or we don't- Yes. We have moved into a place and we have entered lives irresponsibly. We do- (laughs) We have entered a- We have entered a a life that requires a tax bracket much higher, many tax brackets (laughs) away from us. So so in other words, we get- We're overrun with stuff. So that's the crap we're dealing with is everyday stuff. So anyway, and that's not that's not really to Alan to 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 like do over time to answer your questions, but also it's like a good to just refresh people on what we're doing with yeah, the show. Yeah, and not to complain either, because you know I think we're both grateful to have the podcast. Like we wouldn't do it if we didn't like it, and we're grateful, mm-hmm. especially you guys who are listening right now live are our Patreon supporters who help make the show a reality for sure, which is um, really awesome and appreciated. Mm-hmm. But. Um, but yeah, it's this is like a labor of love hobby that we're doing. We, you know, don't yes. don't and can't like we also work two full time jobs in addition. But we would only do it if we loved it and loved you guys and we're putting it out there for you. Right, and like in the in the, in the initial thing when it was just me was I just wanted to get on the record about the craziness of the world. That's it, and experience it every day with you guys, and that's it. And then it, rolling in Allison, it was the same thing, kind of trying to make sense of the world day by day and for our world it's not only the current events and politics and culture and all that crap but it all is also just life so so and we wanted to share it and um and you know i also consider it something that at some point will be it's almost a diary of what we were thinking how we were thinking um and um and just what life was like it's like a real good daily reminder because neither of us are we're not 
you know, um, you know, credentialed historians or philosophers or what you know, uh, you know, professors of classics or anything. Like this isn't just simply a. This is us hashing crap out as real mm-hmm. human beings. You know, this is not a lecture. Um, so that's the value. That's the value. And more power to the people who do those shows. Sure. Those are harder. The like real history podcasts and stuff that are like actually oh, that's, that's great. by people who are very expert and are very polished and produced. Right. Like, so that's 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 great. And yeah, so, we aren't and can't be that. Yeah, we don't have it. We certainly, certainly don't. It is. Believe me, this is not a matter of we. There's not enough. It is a moonshot every day to get this going and to and to Yeah, and you'll notice have, it's almost eight o'clock now. If it's not, it might be past right. now. This is not like yeah. yeah, it's it's almost eight o'clock and there'll be encroaching forces soon probably. Hopefully not into this room, but so we'll see. All right. So uh that is that about about the kids coming in. Just a little background on our lives and et cetera. So I gotta take the trash out. That's right. Take the trash out for tomorrow. It's not Juneteenth tomorrow, right? I'm okay to take the trash out. <laughs> Jesus. I don't even know if we even talked about that. That the we probably did, right? It was one week ago, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Are you implying that Juneteenth do you have some kind of problem with Juneteenth being a holiday? Right. And somebody <laughs> suggest yeah, like like we're at such mass hysteria here and there's such an attempt to such a tribal warfare going on that one side is always accusing the other side of ill intentions or extremely malevolent um, core beliefs. Wait a second, are you suggesting you don't even know that it's Juneteenth? That very sacred thing that I've always known about, especially <laughs> in the last year? It's like, you know, it, it just as so they can lord it over you for a second. Juneteenth, of course, it's the Black Wall Street. You, you don't know that? Well, you shouldn't be, you should be canceled. You're. It reminds me of um, of um, uh, what was it last? Oh, that's right. When the when the um, when this, it's it's so such a cultural thing now, where where especially the left comes to a new consensus that means you have to be destroyed. Oh my God! They said without evidence on Fox News, they let somebody get on there and say it might be a lab leak. I remember when that happened, being in the newspaper and having everybody in the newspaper say, "Oh my goodness!" The editor say, "This is." That's treasonous by Fox. You can't say that. It was lab link. That is so irresponsible and so racist and so terrible. Everybody dismissed out of hand around the globe that it could be a lab link leak just out of, you know, the... the, uh, the because Trump dis- didn't like Disadvantageousness China. of it being a lab leak in case it was. No, no, no. We can't... It has to be about Trump screwed this up. It can't be about the Chinese from 11... So we all decided last two years ago that you can't say that, couldn't say it. Now it's very possible that it was lovely. Now everything is very possible. You know, there was a time where you couldn't. Wait, you're saying the Russians didn't hack the election? Uh, how could you? You're not allowed to say the Russians. Wait, you're saying you're trying to push this Hunter Biden stuff? This is Russian propaganda. There's 17. 17- all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. Yeah. Many, <laughs> many intelligence officials who are so very in knowledgeable. Words, everybody is full of. Sh- Everybody, don't believe any of these people, and just like much what the like, like f you with your freaking um, Juneteenth. Why do I have to say another stupid word that doesn't make any sense? Because oh, you know we're all saying it now. That's right. Yeah, you all wore the effing live strong bracelet fifteen years ago too. Okay, you all did a whole bunch of stuff, and I don't believe any, any thing that you say now. I do not believe anything the establishment says. I actually was listening to Matt Taibbi today. 
talking to our to um, Ben Shapiro, and uh, and Taibbi said, "Well, there's real people just really don't believe in institutions anymore." And it's like, yeah, why would you? You'd be a fool. You'd be a fool to believe the first thing the FBI says to you. You'd be a fool to believe. I mean, all the stuff that the State Departments are putting out, State Departments putting on the and the intel organizations. And what's this? What's this? Who put a thing out today saying that that they were going to look at Roe v. Wade, the Pentagon or something? The Pentagon isn't going to follow it. They said, "Is every everybody's a goddamn activist now? Everybody's an activist now. Don't so everybody's an activist. No, no, we have no. That's right. We have to be able to do. Which is weird because the armed services actually, because of the Hyde Amendment, can't actually do abortions or use their." like health insurance to cover abortions um like on military bases and stuff specifically because the Hyde amendment prevents but but much public as usual now abortion. as usual now you have the left who has remember it's so funny because over the last five years now they have been so over the top hysterical over the top about you know the handmaid's tail thing five years ago uh, because Trump could grab people by the, you know, not meant, and Trump being a Nazi, and us literally being in the hand of Putin, and all the other term races, all, all, all the, they've said all the stuff and hit the nuclear option button of hysteria so much now over the last five years that actually this Roe v. Wade reaction is eh. well, yeah, Wait. and it's funny because I thought that like when. Even going back to like the end of the Trump presidency and, you know, having lived through the hysteria of Kavanaugh, right? Like, I really thought when RGB died and Trump appointed Amy Coney Barrett, it was going to be a much bigger deal to the left that they were going to like try and be more outrageous. And they were a little like they made some noises in her confirmation hearings or whatever. But in general, they there was like almost no resistance to it. And I kind of feel like that with it, like. I mean, Twitter's trying to be like, oh, protest, mass protest turned out. But it wasn't like, I mean, there really wasn't that much protest. This wasn't like last year with the George Floyd stuff. Two years ago, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That, well, I can't believe that was two years ago. Wow. But yeah, it, this wasn't like that level of of hysteria and craziness. Like they've just used up too much. Uh, the, the wind's out of their sails because they've screamed now for mm-hmm. what are we in the sixth year of 2016 now like they've been screaming now for six years that that all hell is breaking loose and everything's terrible and trump is literally hitler and all this stuff and like it just doesn't there's no nothing there's been no fire under all the smoke so it just like nobody cares anymore and like the roe v wade stuff they've been wearing these stupid handmaid's tales outfits for so long now that it's just like absurd you saw that uh, somebody i know who lives in charlestown took a picture of somebody literally walking down the street wearing one (laughs) i can't so but like what are we doing now the 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 thing where you all wore hats that had that that looked like the biology of women which was real smart by the way more over the top uh performance art you know, which we've now seen for five years or almost six years uh, over the top now. And you still think we're going to be stunned by the crap? You, <laughs> you did it back when there was no reason to do it. You made up the Kavanaugh stuff from whole cloth. You brought in a psychotic to talk about, uh, you know, it's uh, in the uh, hippodermis. Uh, it's Indelible in indel- the hippocampus. Right. Some psychotic. We all knew it was a psychotic. Well, you made fun of you pretended that, 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 that he was... 
he wore he he ran a gang of of sex slaves or whatever. Well, right, you I was going to say the, the psychotic crap. story you was actually the You pulled a lie about Charlottesville. You pulled the freaking Mueller report BS. We all pretended to very soberly go to the wine bar and crack open the Mueller report. I'm going to read this with an open mind. Oh my god! <laughs> and then you know you pulled all the crap with it with it with the um with golden shower stuff and Trump and. Re- you pulled it all, and you had fainting fits in front of, in front of us again and 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 again. And now, it's like, now Roe v. Wade is taken away. Something that had you had your eye on the ball at all, had you even thought about, other than it being <coughs> a slogan, Roe v. Wade, Roe v. Wade, you... The left doesn't even know what it is. Right. No, it's crazy because I like have there's too many people posting on social media right now that are completely ignorant of everything to do with this. Like, so somebody was telling me they were at like their kids' sports game and a bunch of moms had like RGB t shirts and stuff. Like, I mean, if there's one person who's more responsible for this happening than anybody else, it's Ruth Bader Ginsburg because she didn't I think I said R. Did I say RGB or, or whatever? I always mix it up. But um, so if she had retired mm-hmm. during the stupid Obama presidency, like, I mean, well, they would have still had five votes. But I don't know if it realistically would have happened because I don't know if they would have taken the case with Roberts on the fence and and Kavanaugh being a squish and whatever. You know, if they hadn't had the Amy Coney Barrett, that sixth vote to like make it essentially fact that it was going to pass and uh, sort of a foregone conclusion so then you're going to have Kavanaugh and Roberts join to kind of push the 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 decision as mm-hmm. written a little further to the to the center right because I mean like Clarence Thomas's uh, concurrence was something that mm-hmm. has the left freaking out I have to say I love that a little bit too with the like birth control and the gay marriage stuff oh yeah sure it, but, but- Here's the thing. It's like you already did all of the fainting couch stuff for the past five years. And now this is out. You're like, oh, my God, I'm going to faint Handmaid's Tale. I'm in back to the last century again. Racism. Uh. But the point is, like, like, none of them even understand how any of this works or how the courts work or how civics works or how Congress works. Like any of it. It just right. Everybody is so ignorant. And it makes me crazy. That's the key to this. That is why this is a problem for the left. Because because of Roe in the Supreme Court, because they said it's a right. Roe v. Wade said that I have a right to 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 uh, agency over my own body. End quote. That's what it said. That was all it. Well, it, there was no there was never a constitutional right. The problem the the, the left the, the smart left has with this, and you're going to see what I mean in a moment. The real problem that they're going to have here is that this is a very bad debate for the left this is a very bad debate not only procedurally but on the merits of what we're doing i think that there are things Mm -hmm. and there are stories and there is eyewitness testimony that the left has never heard and would never countenance they would never want to hear it at all, because the truth is that for many in this country, abortion is a lifestyle issue. And that, oh, yeah. g- growing, having being somebody who was it. alive in the in the in the in the in the nineties, mm-hmm. knowing guys and girls, and some of them getting pregnant, there was no 
rape. <laughs> there was no mother's gonna die. There was. Oh yeah. I'm not having In the a mood kid to have a now. Kid. Well, I'm not and- losing my body. I don't want to be a mom. I'm hot. It's 1993. No. And that's uh, that's an observation that's not purely anecdotal. That's actually right. borne out by the numbers. Um, you know, I've looked at this a little bit. The Guttmacher Institute, which is a pro-abortion organization, they're a pro-women's rights, all this stuff. But they do a bunch of research into, like, why people get abortions and when people get abortions and all this stuff. And their research shows that it's, like, 1% or less of abortions are related to rape, and even less than that are related to incest. The vast, vast majority, like 70, 80, 90% are, I I don't feel ready to have a kid, I don't think I can afford to have a kid. I don't like the kid's father. It's all stuff like that. That's right. the vast, vast, vast majority of abortions are for reasons like that. So, you know, I'm like and, not an abortion person, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd like to see everything except life of the mother off the table. But look, like, I'm willing to compromise with you, right? Because I'm willing to take all the lives of all the babies that I can get here. So if you want to say, rape incest and life and the mother are off the table and we'll leave those ones out and we can have everything else then like fine then i would take that for the moment because i think that because that would be 99 percent of abortions <laughs> like that's that's all of them essentially oh, of course i mean and it's the same thing like with i mean people are so ignorant they don't know even the people in europe don't know we have Emmanuel Macron of France, like, tweeting about how women are losing their rights in the U.S. And, like, you can't get an abortion in France past, like, 12 weeks. Well, and also France like France, mis- France has no constitutional right to abortion. It was done by the legislature. Right. They passed a law that right, said exactly. when you could get an abortion uh, or yes, not. I had somebody say this as well. Here, an American who I know who lives in France said, I can't tell you how many people are coming after me and saying, I can't believe they took away your rights in America. It's like, they still have more rights than you do in France. <laughs> But then she said, she got ready to go back to me. She said, yeah, but America is known for having lots of rights and freedoms and it seems like we have less, which actually isn't true. In in a sense now, you have more decision about your freedoms now than you ever did. Right. Because your state legislatures are going to make decisions now. So you now have a say in what they do. You can, before when the Supreme Court did it, there was no say. Right. Or Congress can, by the way. Like, I hear a lot Mm -hmm. of people say this puts it back to the states, which it does in a sense. But the more accurate thing even to say than it goes back to the states right now is that it's going back to the legislatures because it can also go back to Congress. Mm -hmm. Congress could still pass a national law. I mean, either Democrats could pass a national law if they wanted to, which you would think they would be able to if, like, they keep saying 80 percent of Americans support this which they don't. What they could probably pass a national law to do, they could say, they could probably pass a national law if they wanted to, to say unrestricted abortion up to like. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 12 or 15 weeks and then after that no that is probably something that they could get to pass and would be supported by a majority of Americans but they would never do that in a million years because that's about a thousand times more restrictive than what the activist wing of their party wants to Mm -hmm. see which is 100% completely unlimited abortion all the way up through the third trimester and anything else is an assault Mm -hmm. on women's rights and why don't you trust that's exactly right exactly right I mean like they could I mean in the the Republicans could do the same thing in in, in, in that is a debate that they can't have. Right. And that's why, I mean, like, and even though it's not necessarily like my desired final outcome on abortion, I do think that like what Republican governors are doing right now, like this Mississippi law, the one that was at issue in this Dobbs case is no abortions after 15 weeks, unless for the life of the mother, a medical reason. Or I think it's any medical, it's like for a, there's medical exceptions Mm -hmm. built into the law after 15 weeks, but up to 15 weeks, how many people have had an ultrasound close to or around 15 weeks? I mean, like we had one at like nine and it looked like a baby. I I don't know how people, and a lot of people in this world have had ultrasounds at varying points in pregnancy and know what that looks like. And no, don't start stuff with like, oh, if you like miscarriage, that counts under these. Like, no, nobody is saying that. Stop making stuff up. Like, it just doesn't look good for them. And now, like, what the actual consensus popular position is in America, which is like, okay, if you have to get an abortion early, fine, but like not later on in pregnancy, that ground has now been claimed by Republican governors. So... I mean, like, I don't know why Democrats are so dumb as to, like, just hand this issue to Republicans, because, I mean, they maybe they're so delusional they're, like, believing their own press now, because this I is the they stuff are. they go out there and say, like, 80% of women's, 80% of people support a woman's right to choose, like, which might kind of be true on paper, but when you actually, like, dig in and pull the specifics a little deeper, most people are not very comfortable with abortion mm-hmm. later on in pregnancy. Most people are only really comfortable with it early on. Right. And there's a couple of things, I think, that are at play here. I think there's some people... I mean, this to, is, the is to a lot of people, the vanguard issue because it, it symbolizes everything. I think there's some people, some including feminists, who come at this just saying it's unfair. It's unfair because why does a government get to make decisions on something happening inside of a woman's body? Well, or, well hold on. Okay. And that is true because they are making decisions on things happening inside of women's parties. Mm-hmm. No, no doubt about that. But and here's the suck it up part: is them's the breaks. You guys have the kids. Sorry, <laughs> I know that if the men had the kids, abortion would be like I get it, I get it. But the the problem is biology that they provide that women fetuses feti gestate in women. That's just how it is. So you're right. Men will never have to worry about this. Men will not have to get an abortion. That's right. It's not fair. Sorry. Sucks to be you, okay? You guys are pretty, all right? And men uh, fight over you, so you get that. But So I, I'm sorry that biology... And, and to try to make things fair because biology screwed you over, F you. And also, of course, the big problem is, and you're going to find this when we play this in a moment, is that there's, at some point, a 
third party involved in this. Well, right. And, and here's the thing, too. And that's this is what tells you that that whole line of reasoning is is disingenuous to start with. Right. Is, is well, I don't really, think I think it comes from a place of emotion. Right. But the thing is, here's the thing is you hear that line of reasoning like that. It's about women's bodies, like hands off women's bodies. Don't regulate my uterus. All that stuff. Right. Like. That, that is something people say, but the problem is, is that technology is getting a lot better and that um, the point of viability is becoming much earlier in pregnancy and it's going to continue getting even earlier. I mean, doctors are doing life-saving surgeries on mm-hmm. infants in the womb younger than can be aborted. And doctors are, they're developing artificial womb technology so that if something happens to the well, mother, I didn't they're even get to this part there. The, this is the science. This the, is the other right. thing. This, but here's this the thing, is why like, we're about, seeing babies more. We know more about right. it. We know that they are babies more so than ever. Like right. the more we see, this is part of what makes it more uncomfortable is people weren't seeing routinely, um, you know, their babies before birth in 1973. It just wasn't as common and it wasn't as widespread and they weren't saving babies as early in pregnancy who were born prematurely. So it was like they can't survive outside the woman's body. Well, now we save babies at like 22 weeks, you know, and and that's really like this is part of the problem is that like now we do no more okay and like there's really not as much of an excuse anymore. And as they're developing artificial womb technology and stuff where it's like, you know, if a baby is super, super premature, they can stick it in this artificial womb in a hospital. Like, how are you going to still have that argument that it's about the women's body if you could take that same baby and put it in an artificial womb in a hospital and bring it to term artificially, right? And they'll argue then, then they'll turn around and say, well, no, it's about not making people be parents when they're not ready to. But then that's that tells you that it's not really about anyone's body at all and men have to become parents when they're not ready to so now we're talking about a different right that women have that men don't actually have because when a guy gets a girl pregnant uh he's on the hook for child support whether he wants to be or not he doesn't get to decide to have an abortion Right. Right. He doesn't get to decide whether or not he's ready to be a parent afterwards. His moment to decide whether or not he's ready to be a parent is in the bedroom. And like, that's honestly when it should be for women, too. That's your opportunity to decide whether or not you're ready to be a parent. Is is that decision making process there at that point in time? Your decision about whether or not you're ready to be a parent is not four months into pregnancy. Like That can't be. So and this is why this is a problem, because for the for the left, because. They're not, and I'm going to play this this week with George Stephanopoulos with guest host, mm-hmm. whatever, the girl from uh, ABC News. Um, they're not, you, they can't have this argument without big omission. The left can't have this argument without omitting the child. They can't. Right. They can't. They, I mean, they will. They're only going to have this dialogue between themselves only talking about the mothers. And you know, mean government, etc. Mm-hmm. Mother, 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 mother. If they if they broaden it to the reality of all of the factors, then it becomes an unwinnable argument for them, because there is at some point a little baby involved, and like you said, there there is there's in utero surgeries, etc. There's also there's also if if ever Congress had this mm-hmm. and brought up witnesses. The stuff that happens when a baby's in the womb and the stuff that happens Mm -hmm. 
Um, not only when there's uh, procedures, whatever, that involve babies, um, but certainly during abortions. The realities of what's going on and how the baby is reacting would stop the country in its tracks. Oh, yeah. Because when they're, like, counting up uh, limbs to make well, sure they got everything out. Like, no, yeah. no, Alice, stop it. <laughs> like that don't, stuff? Don't, 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 don't go grizzly okay. on me, please. Sorry. For God's Sorry. sakes. Sorry. God. It's a grizzly topic, don't, though. Don't. Don't go there. That's not what I'm, what I'm saying. I'm talking about other things. In other words, there is... The people who are in and around these things talk about it is very visual and obvious that the child is doing whatever it can to survive the procedure. And the, the some of the eyewitness accounts and the, the anecdotes you hear from doctors and other people are freaking astounding, frightening, and um, incredible. It's, in, it's incredible. So, and so this is why I say... The left can't have this debate in the open because, one, if they see themselves what's happening or if it is shown to the world the truth of what's happening, then it's an unwinnable situation. And it would require not only them to push down and stifle every bit of humanity that would be called upon after seeing and hearing these testimonials, but... They would have to not stifling it would mean that we'd have to have a real reckoning about what's going on, and that is it's right up there with the biggies. If yeah. you did, especially if you just if you know some of the the play by play stuff, which is not good, not good. So when when uh, you know the former the the former Klansman and or blackface. Uh, governor of Virginia says, "Oh yeah, if we have a late term abortion, we we deliver the baby and make it comfortable and then kill it." Essentially, um, uh, what happens during that is it's a nightmare. So the left can't we can't have the left cannot have this debate out loud because I don't want to hear about you know Joni didn't get to go to law school because it doesn't com- compare with what right. happens on the ground. But that's why the left can only tell the stories of the worst possible situations for mothers. So let's go to ABC. This week with George Stephanopoulos. This is fantastic. So you have the host who's the chick from from ABC News Radio. I forgot her name, but you'll know her in a second. She then throws to Terry Moran, who's a veteran journalist. Uh, just listen to how this whole thing is, is uh, how they set the table with this. From ABC News, this is a special edition of This Week. Here now, co-anchor Martha Raddatz. Good morning and welcome to This Week. On Friday morning, women in this country, like they have for nearly 50 years, woke up with a constitutional right to abortion, a right enshrined by the Supreme Court's 1973 decision in Roe v. Wade and reaffirmed again and again. But just after 10 a.m. on Friday, a legal earthquake. The court stripping women of that fundamental right. In- that fundamental <laughs> right? Wait a second. What rights are fundamental? I know there's, there's abortion. Fr- freedom of speech is fundamental. I think that's one of the rights, right? Second Amendment, right to bear arms. Right. But the fundamental right. Nope. This is this only gets worse. In a 6-3 decision, the conservative majority upheld Mississippi's ban on abortion after 15 weeks of pregnancy, with five of those justices voting to go even further. 
overturning Roe v. Wade. The first time an individual right of this magnitude set in decades of precedent has been taken away. Individual rights of this magnitude has been taken away. They could also try, like, passing laws if they felt like it. They could also, exactly, exactly. A right has been taken away. So ABC News is not helping with this, but it gets worse. Since the announcement of abortion... you could figure somewhere in there, you could weave in if you wanted to, that if you wanted to, that maybe, like, this might save the lives of a few kids with, uh, who, are, who might have Down syndrome who are found in the womb. Or, you know, you know, it could mean that that uh, children who are in the womb still, um, but showing signs of being able to communicate, might be safe. We're not getting that. This is all women and rights. Rights activists have swarmed the court and launched protests across the country alongside anti-abortion rights groups celebrating a landmark legal and political victory decades in the making. Abortion is now a matter for the states and Congress, a decision for voters and their elected leaders, rather than between a woman and her doctor. Now, it should be. Well, the good side is abortion is now a matter of, st- of, of people in states and their elected leaders. Yeah, I thought we didn't want abortion to be decided by a bunch of old white men right. in black robes, which is who decided it in 1973. Right, so I'm this not should be good. Totally now, sure. now, women get an actual say. You could, using your legislature, your, your representative, mm-hmm. put your own preferences. Say, I want this to be in there. Right. More dis- women have the chance to weigh in on this than weighed in on Roe v. Wade. Right had an immediate effect. As of this morning, abortion is now illegal in eight states. Seven additional states had passed so-called trigger laws that automatically went into effect once Roe was overturned. And in the coming weeks and months, a total of 26 states are expected to ban or severely restrict abortion. Just 16 states, plus Washington, D.C., have laws that explicitly protect access to abortion care. President Biden called Friday's decision a sad day for the court and for the country and talked about the steps the administration will take in the wake of... This is more of a negative tone than 9-11 was. Oh, yeah. This is... Oh, bad and bad and bad. Now, suddenly, suddenly, suddenly... The ruling. Amidst so much uncertainty, what does seem clear is the emergence of a new era in which the Supreme Court, like so much of the rest of the country is mired by partisan divide. (laughs) I love it. When we do it, it's not a partisan divide. But when the other side takes back the exact thing that we literally did, then it's a partisan divide. It's all certain to keep the court at the center of a political battle to come this fall in the midterm elections. We will cover all the fallout from the landmark ruling. Fallout. Yeah, there's only fallout from this ruling that yeah. went against him. There's only fallout, you know. There's, there's nothing. There's nothing good. And it's only fallout. The wishful thinking of like this is going to play out in the midterm elections, mm-hmm. even though this issue just does not move the needle for people. This is not yeah. an issue that excites people, especially when they can't buy groceries and gas. They right. just don't care. And the state of play for reproductive rights across the country, including interviews with South Dakota Governor Christy Nome and Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren. But we begin with our ABC team covering the very latest. And Terry Moran, you have covered the court for so many years. Okay, so get ready. We haven't even started yet. 
<laughs> Terry Moran, you've covered the court for years and years and years. Been an ABC reporter for 40 years or whatever. He's a man in the know. He's a journalist journalist. So he's going to take a cold and sober look at this, exactly what it means, and the things that could appear to be alarming to some people and the things that aren't alarming to other people. It's going to be a very down-the-middle look, very mm-hmm. sober. Cold. It, 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 the analysis here will be analytical. It will not be emotional whatsoever. shock of this may have been tempered by the leak of the draft opinion in May, but you cannot overstate how important and what an impact this will have. Martha, this is the most consequential Supreme Court decision in decades. It changes the status of American women as citizens of the United States huh? and as citizens <laughs> of their states. That's the big picture, but let's not mince words. Women will die. What? Because of this ruling. We already have a disgraceful rate of more maternal mortality. But from now on, Doctors in many states will have to ask themselves in pregnancies where there are serious complications, a split placenta or placenta in a dangerous position, will the local prosecutor, will the local jury think my patient is in enough danger for me to perform what I otherwise would consider a medically necessary abortion? And in... Well, first of all, how do you get to be a reporter and say women will die as a matter of this position? They will die. <laughs> Holy God! You know, really? You know that for, for a fact? In 11 states already, including Texas and Florida, state governments can seize control of the bodies of women. <laughs> Holy Christ, really? Did you realize that, that they can seize control? Goodness. Oh, man, we are late, Albie. We're going to have to do the chat chat and then get... Get back to this. I we'll know. get back. We'll finish this on the on the Patreon. On the show. Patreon. Oh yeah. goodness! I'm sorry, guys. We have a we lot just, of chat chat to get to. We too. went late. All right. This is your Wakefield mole, as opposed to John from Wakefield checking in. Oh. I need a ruling from the burn barrel justices. All right. As a proud member of the five percent, does that make me a video supremacist? And is restorative justice in order? Well, you're the one who cast the... Uh, the aspersions. Yeah, I the called aspersion. them five percenters. Exactly. Um, you know what? Um, is it not restorative justice that I'm putting up the videos now? No, that's... Oh, my <laughs> God. Fine. Did, did, do that, they not... What does that say? Let them eat cake? Yes, let them eat cake. <laughs> Are you not entertained? There, I give you your pittance. Yes, she is a video I supremacist. She's an elitist. Believe me, uh, believe me. When you're from, she's from Lexington. Do you believe that she would do anything but deliver her septic to Wakefield? <laughs> what is a Wakefield? Look, I put up the oh, videos now. I'm them, all caught look up. Look at them the walking around that ridiculously big lake. <laughs> uh, you know, near the uh, near the highway, they walk around it. So, my goodness, in Lexington, at least we have a respectable bike path. Look at their lake, their Donahue's. Not, Is Donahue's the bar in Wakefield? No, Harrington. Harrington's. Oh, Harrington, how no. ethnic Harrington's! <laughs> no. My goodness, we used to I'm go to, not like that. I'm more to, ethnic than you. We used Stop to go to it. Cabot's Ale House in Lexington. I'm sorry <laughs> about that. Yes, no, Alice Lexington a, used to be a dry town. Actually, Alex, okay. Uh, Alice is a um, is a video supremacist. I'm sorry you had to hear that. I'm sorry for her hate crime. In the Sunday Globe today, Clarence Thomas was attacked for being close to his wife. I'd like to file a similar charge against Tom Shattuck. 
Jew I, I guess I am. And you also, like Ginny Thomas, are a bit of a radical <laughs> and very true. and pro January 6th. Let's record show. Alice actually was uh, <laughs> in the building with, with antlers. Yes, she was. <laughs> by the way, these are the smattering of new callers, by the way. That's great. Thank you guys for calling. Call that was again. John before. That was our Wakefield mole. Hey, Tom and Alice. Hey. Charlie. Now living in Ipswich, Massachusetts. Nice. I'd like to let you know that. We were just in Ipswich. I uh, like Sucking it. down a couple of beers at the Ipswich Ale House. Yes. Alice stole a glass, by the way. That's not true. I Alice? didn't. I didn't. Was there or was there not a glass in your in your purse? I did not steal a glass. Was there or was there not a glass in your purse? I plead the fifth, but I did Alice, not steal it. I, I did not the fifth steal means it. That you don't I, keep talking, uh, by the way. <laughs> wow. What a thief. And you don't even own up to it. You I have, didn't take no it. Honor. You snuck that into have my you purse. No honor. You snuck that into my have purse. I did not honor. know it was there. Are you officer? seriously turning state's evidence against me? <laughs> yes. You God, elitist. <laughs> Zero honor. My friend Stokey from Muskogee is so right. Women have no honor. Yacht Bunny sells me down. The- Don't you think all the crazy people are wherever you live now and where you used to live in Melrose? But I was driving through the center of Ipswich today, and I saw a Beethoven for Texas sign. <laughs> so here in Ipswich, great. we have people great. advertising for a governor about 1,500 miles away. That's interesting. So Somebody- it's not just you. Yeah. We're all in it together. That's great. Yeah. And I've seen, they, there's that little square in Ipswich where they all, they all, we, we uh, somebody did tell us, by the way, that, um, that they saw a parent in a Stacey Abrams shirt this week. So, holy hell, that's fantastic. <laughs> so, by the way, speaking of our local region, because I promised, uh, on Twitter that I would say more on the, on the sus teacher, mm-hmm. um, which is that, I was correct that it was a situation where it was, according to the Newburyport News anyway, that it was a situation where it was a kid he babysits that he took nude pictures of that were on Uh-oh. his phone. And um, and he was super close to a bunch of kids at the school, and it was an awkward and bad situation that the school should have picked up on way, 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 way sooner. Oh, hey, Tom and Alice. The hey. wedding went off uh, pretty good. Um, there was also a taco bar, so you missed out. Ooh. Oh, Gotta go. Iron Eagle's on. Oh, Cappy. Iron Eagle. You know Iron Eagle? Else? No, I don't know what that is. Uh, the guy who played Lamar also played another flyer who said, remember who we got now? We got Ronald freaking Reagan. Gun. Get it? Reagan? Gun? Do you know who Lamar is from Revenge of the Nerds? No. Alice, you're missing. This is huge. <laughs> How, it's LGBT plus Q plus Pride Month. You don't know what? Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds? No. We got a lot of work to do. We'll watch Revenge of the Nerds, so this is important. <sighs> um, but yes, yeah, so Iron Eagle was a terrible takeoff on a terrible movie called Top Gun. Um, and Iron Eagle, he fe- flew F-16 as a kid, you know, but he could only p- fly him right if he was listening to his Sony Walkman, listening to his heavy metal. It was terrible 80s thing. We should have been nuked then before it, but <laughs> it was a terrible movie. My brother loved it. That just tells you it's t- terrible. My brother loved it. Um, Top Gun 2. Hi, BBs, Liz. Hi. What a glorious weekend. What a glorious Friday. Indeed. Uh, however, I want to bring something up to my conservative girlfriends. While we all enjoyed the weekend. Do you have Alice's computer lab, in front of you, Liz? <laughs> victory dances, owning the lives. I want to bring up uh, a constituency that nobody is remembering. And that is 
you're more average woman, you're either middle of the road woman, or perhaps you're acutely conservative woman, and in fact, even super Trumpster MAGA woman who may disagree with these decisions. Ooh. And this is our time, conservative women, to reach out to them. And now, um, that is interesting to mm-hmm. do some to do some outreach to them. Now, Alice, I am out of time. So what I'm going to do is we'll go to the Patreon. We're going to say goodbye. We're going to go to the Patreon. I will finish finish Leslie's message there. I will finish Terry Moran there. I'll finish everybody there. Um, But but I think that Leslie is absolutely right, that this is a time for education because people know nothing about this, nothing about this, and especially people on the left who have always been like, it's like, tells me that I'm a lot of a partner. And I understand, and, you know, and, and I'm not a good person. So, I mean, there. when I was a young man, you know, uh, depending on the situation, maybe when I was 20, 21, 22, depending on the situation. I thought you were an MSP. Uh, male chauvinist, yeah, it was. <laughs> but, 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 I, but, you know, I understand that it's a very human thing and that, that when you're young, the idea of being pregnant is very off-putting and sort of... I will say I think it's good to have some conversations. Leslie is right. We'll finish her phone call and Terry Moran and everybody else there on the other side. We don't have enough time. Sorry about that. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We are heading over to the Patreon show. So if you're watching live on Patreon, stay right there. Don't go anywhere. And um, you can find that at patreon.com slash burn barrel. If you're interested in that, we do an extra segment each Sunday and one Sunday a month. We do a live stream as well. Um, So that's where you can find that you can of course always find us for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com where we have our regular five shows a week on all the different places you listen to podcasts say la vie hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.